Hey everyone, I'm Sam. This past summer, I went on my third mission trip with Mount Olivet. I've been so blessed to be able to join in on these amazing, life-changing times, surrounded by my friends, God Squad for Life, and brothers and sisters in Christ. Whether it was doing the whip at every opportunity, rapping and dancing in the vans, having deep life talks, or crying in each other's arms, we had a blast and grew closer to Jesus every day. While we were in Denver, every morning we woke up with smiles on our faces, ready to take on the day. Well, maybe some of us. Others would have liked to have slept a little more, had a couple more cups of coffee. But after we all woke up, we were smiling. Every day we were given chances to meet and talk to inspiring people, which I am so grateful for. Some things stand out more for me. We all did immersion experiences where we broke off into small groups. We walked down Colfax Avenue and found people that seemed like they were in need. My group talked to a man named Luke and then brought breakfast for him so we could share a meal and a conversation together. Another day, God Squad went to Camp Hero, a boys and girls club. Each person chose an age group to work with, and I ended up getting very close to them. Even when the girls painted my fingernails, or should I say my entire finger, very different colors. We helped with their arts and crafts, helped with their schoolwork, and even taught them the Cupid Shuffle dance. On Thursday, my group worked at Precious Child, which is a store where clothing, toys, shoes, and sports uniforms are neatly organized. Families that would have a difficult time buying those things on their own come there and are given it all for free. Since it is a classy store, they need a lot of volunteers to make sure it stays tidy. I organized the baby clothing, and you can hear squeals of delight from where I was hanging up pink onesies. Besides those things, our group also visited a soup kitchen, a senior living home to play bingo, and a shelter for some of the older homeless people in Denver. All of these opportunities were wonderful, but for me personally, the most impactful moment was when we did the poverty simulation, which was where one group broke off and decided to spend a night learning about what it was like to be homeless in Denver. During the poverty simulation, my group went to three different places looking for food before we settled on the last destination, Denver Rescue Mission. I'll admit, and people in my group could definitely tell you that, I was extremely nervous to eat dinner there. We had stopped there on the prayer tour and listened to what people yelled drunkenly at each other, cussing each other out. I was scared that we might get caught in a fight at the shelter. But when we walked inside the shelter, the workers there immediately welcomed us in. They made me feel safe again, and I calmed down instantly. Really quickly, I figured out that this place was amazing and so unbelievably helpful to those in need. The workers asked us if we wanted to come to the worship service right before dinner, so of course we said yes. We walked inside this big room filled with people sitting down in chairs, watching TV and waiting for it to start. It wasn't until one of the workers announced that we were there that, we were there, that a man sitting in the row in front of me turned around and said, come on, we don't bite. I was the only one to sit down with Clay. The others went and talked to other people. As I began our conversation by introducing myself, I learned that he was different from a lot of people. Clay poured his heart out to me in the 30 minutes that we had. His testimony broke my heart. He was living a normal life at the age of 29 and had a fiance that was pregnant. Horror and tragedy struck his life when his fiance was hit by a car and killed. Clay lost his wife and his baby. He told me that after the accident, he gave up on his life. He became a meth addict and ran rampage through the streets for five years. 
He was finally caught by the police and served 20 years in prison. When he came out, he had found God and struggled to overcome his addictions to drugs and alcohol. He finally has, and he's been clean for a couple years now. While he was telling me about his story, and especially when he was talking about his fiancée, he started crying. Tears started rolling out of his eyes, and that's when I lost it. I felt his pain inside of my own heart, and before I knew it, I was sobbing. Unbelievingly, through his tears, Clay wanted to comfort me and kept saying, don't cry, Sam. He's just such a genuine, compassionate person. Even through all of the horrible things that have happened to him, he still said that he wouldn't want to change anything about his life because it was a part of God's plan. He also said that above all, he has learned that love is the most important thing in life. Clay had been at the lowest of low in his life, but he had been able to go past the pain and find comfort in Jesus. This was so inspirational to me, and the broken pieces of my heart soared. I got the incredible experience of praying with him and then singing worship songs beside him. I will never in my life forget the look on his face after I prayed for him, and I will always feel both pain and happiness when I think of my friend Clay. I'm just so thankful to have been able to go on this mission trip with these people. Thank you.